It's time to take a deep breath. Whether you're driving or sitting back relaxing, please welcome Lexi and Michelle. Welcome to Deep Breath Podcast. My name is Lexi, and I'm here with my friend Michelle. Hi, friends. We like to start our podcast with a deep inhale. And today, I invite you to place your hand on your heart and breathe in, bringing mind and heart together, reminding yourself of your constant union with the Spirit of Christ. Today, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about is the union between heart and mind and body. We're really excited. We're going to actually take you through the spiritual practice of praying with the body. So if you're driving or chopping onions, (laughs) (laughs) later on when we actually verbally walk you through the practice, you'll want to come back. But what's neat, something we're trying something new, we're also going to have a video of the expanded version of what we're going to walk you through today. Hey, excited. Right? Excited. Something new. Yep. We're it's doing what fun. we say, trying on something new. So we'll verbally walk you through the practice of embodied prayer, and then we'll have a video. But we want to talk about it first. Yeah. We want to talk about what we mean by embodied prayer. Celeste, in Embodied Prayer, the book Embodied Prayer says, I believe that one of the most important elements of befriending our bodies and healing the division between body and soul is to bring them into the life of prayer. As we do this, we become whole. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, tell us, Lexi, more about like mm. what we look at as the division between body, soul. Right. It's often muddy and confusing, and I don't really have it down. So no. te- teach us, Lexi. Well, <laughs> not, again, not an expert, but what, what I understand and what I notice for myself is the tendency to compartmentalize the three aspects of a human being, which is spirit and soul, and our soul being our mind and thoughts, our hearts and our emotions, and our will. So that's within the soul, mind, heart, will, and then the body. And we tend to compartmentalize all that. Mm -hmm. But does that really happen? It shouldn't. No, but I think that's what gets. I think that's what gets muddy. Yeah, is we try to, but that's not actually yeah. what we were intended to be. Yeah, therefore we're all fragmented and fragmented. Not, yeah, not even understanding why we mm-hmm. feel that way. And we have we elevate one above mm-hmm. the other. Yeah. And today we're talking about the part that usually gets um, the shaft, which mm-hmm. is the body. Yeah. We usually look at the body as something that is fallen that is um the last part of us to be redeemed mm-hmm. we look at it as broken because literally um we are feeling as, as we get older yeah. the joke is about feeling like we're falling apart so the body i think gets um the short end of the stick that may, many times we're more concerned about spirit and soul mm-hmm. but but maybe it should be all three hey if we're yeah. integrated in the, in the same book, uh, which we'll link to in the notes, she says that the more we're united in all of these aspects of ourselves, the body becomes the soul in its outward form. Mm. And we'll talk a little bit about why we kind of reject the body, but 
it's it's interesting to Mm -hmm. go back to Genesis 2, 7, where the Hebrew literally tells us that God breathed in the nostrils the breath of life and the humans became a nefesh. I hope I'm saying it right, but most often translated soul. So the breath of God caused the body soul to come to be a living human being. So soul and body are so intimately united that the distinction cannot be made between them. Right. And then when we um, receive Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. we receive his spirit. And so we're, we're united mm-hmm. there. We have a spirit that is united with the spirit, yeah. with the spirit of Christ. So all those aspects of us united, mm-hmm. and yet they're not. And we have to learn to unite them is, is guess what I'm, we're offering today. So let's, let's, yeah. we're going to practice uniting all aspects of us. And one of the ways I have learned and I, I look at is the example in the Trinity, all aspects of God, mm-hmm. not one part is God solely. It's God, the father, it's the God, the son, and it's the spirit. And they work in unison and in synergy and not one without Mm -hmm. the other. Jesus talked about over and over again, the back and forth and the weaving Mm -hmm. between the three of them. I and my father are one. That's what we're talking about today is being one with him in the spirit, but then being one within ourselves that our body and our soul and spirit are connected. Does the Holy Spirit's often referred to as the breath of God? Yes. So I think the word is ruach, but Mm -hmm. that breath of God. And I guess we... In every episode, we do practice body, mm-hmm. bodily prayer when we lead you through breathing yeah. because we are literally inspired into breathing by the breath of God. And so I think coming back to our breath is a, a small practice. Um, and so the buzzword is be present and be mindful. But how do you do that? Mm-hmm. You just listen to your breath that God gave you. That's right. And it brings you back to who you are mm-hmm. as a whole person. As a whole person. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, well said. So yeah, um, let's talk about some ways that um, Lexi and I personally, because mm-hmm. we love to give you our personal examples, how we do this. Uh, I haven't always been comfortable with it, but mm. I have been finding that actually, to be honest, one of my favorite ways to connect with God, or I should say my most powerful mm. connection points have come when I'm... Uh, doing what I call my worship yoga. So I'll just put on, put some candles on, of course, lights down. So I do it best at night. I know that wouldn't be everybody's thing. And worship music, my favorite worship music. And I don't even like figure out what I'm going to do. I just allow my body to move according to what it feels in postures of worship or just laying face down prostrate as we talk about a lot in the Bible. And I just let the music become a prayer inside of me and so it's my worship prayer yeah yeah through moving through my body but sometimes like lately I've had some stuff and I like my body now that I know it better wouldn't have known this before my body's saying move that through yeah move it through go for a walk Mm -hmm. do some yoga move yeah I recognize that too I think we've talked about that in our yoga episode Yeah. yeah Uh, cause I've been drawn to power yoga and that's not, that's not stillness and silence. That's working really <laughs> hard. Um, but it is a, it's an act of worship for me to move some things through my body. It's an act of prayer. I've got something that I'm working through with God or I have questions or I'm feeling stuck or I'm feeling some frustration. 
some or a lot. <laughs> and <laughs> and that movement literally can shift something. So something shifts in my body, I work it through, and so, and then it affects my soul, whether it brings clarity or it just brings down the feelings of heightened emotion, um, whether it solves it, it it does change something when I move my body that way. But then in the inverse, for me, is to consent to stillness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because um, a lot of my life goes at a fairly decent clip. Mm-hmm. So consenting to stillness actually every morning to sit in a comfortable, upright, um, attentive posture for 15, 20 minutes is an act of worship just in my body because I am um, choosing. That's the, the consent word there, why it's key. I am choosing to stop everything else and just be still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just for the sake of discussion, let's chat about how, well, first of all, where these postures are in the Bible and and how the church has used or not used them in the past. I think it's an interesting dis- discussion. I think so too. Um, some of the postures of prayer that are in scripture, and I'm not going to give you all the references, but standing obviously is. Um, outstretched arms. God would always say, may the lifting up of hands or lift up your hands. Uh, uplifted eyes. I look up to the hills. Kneeling down, that's kind of an obvious one. We always think when we pray, we have to kneel. I mean, we were taught that as kids, so that one's pretty... Folded hands, kneeling down. That's the typical prayer posture Posture. that you think of. That's kind of the stereotypical one that we have to break through. And then there's prostrate, like when you're really humbling yourself um, face down. And there's the fun one of David (laughs) dancing, all out dancing in celebration, of who God is mm-hmm. and what he's done. Yeah. So in examples of people, real life people that worshiped and prayed and were petitioning or thanking God and using their body. Mm-hmm. So not just not just stillness. There was movement. There was specific postures like the lifting of the eyes and the lifting of the hands. That's very symbolic of them either asking or they're praising outside of themselves and in particular to to God, right? Um, So I think it's important for us to remember as we talk about some things like we bringing up yoga Mm -hmm. that um, could be controversial or people could feel uncomfortable with that we're we're not making this up from us or from a different tradition. This is actually part of our Christian tradition is Mm -hmm. to – Thank God, praise God, ask from God, and use the body, not just the mouth, not just the mind. Yeah, with your whole body, your whole being, your whole self. No, no part of us cut off. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I can read a verse that says, "Lift up your hands to me," and when I actually lift up my hands to Him while I'm reading it, or say that while I'm lifting up my hands, a whole different experience. You ever notice that? Absolutely. It just brings it to life and, and it involves more a part of me and I feel it immediately. I think, uh, well, in some traditions, say Orthodox traditions, the kneeling down, standing up, kneeling, standing is is one expression in the church. In the more evangelical People will raise their hands a lot. And sometimes people feel like, well, okay, it's time to raise our hands. So I better raise my and, hands and too. And worship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's the those 
traditional, no matter what kind of, and there's the making of sign of the cross. Mm -hmm. There's so many different expressions in the past, in our Christian history Mm -hmm. that has involved using the body. I think we forget that. We can. I think, I think we, we can. And what we're bringing forth today is um, part of what we're why we have the podcast is we unashamedly want to promote spiritual practices and disciplines because we would like to offer ways to experience God. Mm-hmm. We invite you to ways to experience God. So it, it might feel uncomfortable at first. Um, it might not feel quite right in your body. And we want to acknowledge that and say we've felt that in the past too. And this is just another way of um, meeting God. That's the purpose of it. And we just want to share and say, just try it on. Just try on some different postures and and we'll walk you through those today. Yeah, I think when it comes to the body too, I just want to say one more thing, Lexi. Get it. (laughs) Go for it. it. Um, As women particularly, there are shame things attached to our body. There's some resistance to using it in a way that we're like, we can lift weights, we can run that, you know, but when it comes to like connecting with God, we're not used to using our body. And so this may not come natural like some other practices that Lexi and I have taught. But once you start to do it, once you involve your body, you're going to become more comfortable with expressing your yearnings, your thoughts. I mean, your body wants to be involved in lament. It wants to be involved in surrender, in grief. It's calling out to. And when you start to do that, your body starts to come back to its original state, its entire being. Um, In Celeste's book, she says... um, When we cut off from our bodies, we so easily can become cut off from that part of us that's fire and passion that gives room for the wild spirit of God. And the word wild, by definition, is the act of living or growing in its original natural state. So I think what what we want to do today is, as best we can over the airwaves, Mm -hmm. is just lead you into a time where you get to come back to your original natural state. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you, you brought that up. That's really uh, key to acknowledge that the discomfort might come from the ways that we've been told not to use our body or it hasn't been yeah. encompassed and it's been segregated outside of our, our worship. So be be gentle with yourself. Have compassion that this might feel really um, awkward at first or you might feel unsure of yourself. So we just invite you to follow the verbal commands, commands, follow the (laughs) verbal, oh man, follow our verbal prompts Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that you, you know, somebody else is helping you along, kind of guiding you through, holding your hand. They're going to be very simple. They're going to be very um, minor. And, um, you know, if you need privacy, then have, go to a quiet place. That's actually what we would invite you to do, actually, is have a quiet place. There's going to be some silence, stretches of silence so that you can worship, so that you can pray, so that you can praise God and be in certain postures with your body. So remember, there's going to be a video that you can also watch later, but we invite you to just listen and follow along with Michelle. Yeah. Enjoy, friends.
So I invite you to involve your whole body in this prayer time, taking any comfortable seated position so you know your body best. And I want you to get really comfortable. Listen to your body during this process. If something hurts, don't do it. Just do something different. So as you're in that comfortable seated position, maybe with your legs crossed, your legs out front, perhaps you place your palms up in a nice open posture where you're ready to receive what the Spirit of God has for you in this experience. And I invite you to see your body as a sacred space for God. And maybe you've never looked at it that way before. But it's a place where the most sacred of acts can occur, which is communion with God. So let your gentle breath bring you to the present. Your palms open, ready to receive all that his spirit wants to say to you, wants to impart to you. Consent to some stillness. another gentle breath bringing that awareness to your breath to your entire body gently move your body into a posture that we call child's pose so what you're going to do is just move your hips back towards your heels separate your fingers a little bit and extend them out to the front of your mat or just out in front of your head if you're not using a mat palms could be up again this is a beautiful surrender posture they call it child's pose and so I want you to just let your spirit rise up, let go in this posture like a child relaxing and feel totally loved. Your forehead might be on the mat gently. You could rock it side to side. And as you're ready, start to walk those hands back towards your knees. And if this is okay for your knees, you'll sit back on your heels and then place your hands together, those palms pressing together in a posture of prayer. Bring those prayer hands to your heart. Maybe you want to cross them over your heart. Maybe you want to press your thumbs into that breastbone, their heart space and check in with your interior right now. Check in with your soul. Again, using this posture in your breath as well to just listen, to pay attention. From here, maybe a more active posture of kneeling where you actually come up on your knees, raise your hands in a V and look up to the sky, look up to the heavens. Let your spirit rise up to God as you breathe in. Invite him to be there and then maybe wrap those fingertips around. Take a big hug, hug yourself, cross your elbows and reach back for your shoulder blades and just feel the love that the father has for you. You might do that one or two more times, just raising up on your knees, arms up, eyes to the heavens, and then cross your arms, round your back, 
and just big exhale, submit to that love that he has for you. You can do that as many times as you like. As you're ready, start to draw your knees in a little bit closer to you though, to your chest as best your body allows, maybe hugging those knees in with both arms or just holding your knees. And you might want to just gently rock side to side, maybe feeling like the father is rocking you in his arms. Gently, God is rocking you. And then extend your legs long. Reach your hands up towards the heavens. Maybe one more time you just want to look up. Acknowledge that God is there. He's there with you. Your soul already knows the way. Surround your back and just gently fall over your legs. Whatever's comfortable. You can bend your legs, of course. Just in a posture of kind of bowing your head to him, submitting to who he is, how he created you. And then I invite you to make your way to lay on your side for a little bit in the fetal position. So the knees will be bent a little bit. You can have one arm under your head. Just feeling gently supported. This is a very kind posture, kind for your body. Just feel what it's like to be completely relaxed and yet still awake. This is a really good stress reliever. Your body should not be working hard right now. Simply resting in his presence. And notice that even your body's yearning for this stillness, for this relaxed state is a valid posture. And the cry that many of us have is to just be still and know that he is God. This brings us back to our authentic selves, brings us back to who we were created to be. Rest there for a few silent breaths. Now you can stay here for a blessing that we will read over you, or perhaps you want to take a more comfortable position on your back with your legs out wide, your arms out like airplane wings, palms up. Maybe you want to lay prostrate on your belly and have your hands stacked and your forehead on your hands. You choose the place where you're most able to rest here. Remember, your body longs to be still. 
So embrace it. Let your spirit absorb this blessing. It's called a blessing for the body. This blessing takes one look at you and all it can say is holy. Holy hands, holy face, holy feet, holy everything in between. So friends, open your eyes for one moment and see what this blessing sees. This blessing that knows how you have been formed and knit together in wonder and in love. And then welcome this blessing that folds its hands in prayer when it meets you. Receive this blessing that wants to kneel in reverence before you. You who are temple, sanctuary, home for God in this world. Well, thanks so much, Michelle. And friends, remember, we have an extended video version for you to follow along with. The links will be in our social media, or you could even email us. Until next time, bye, Michelle. Bye, Lexi. Bye, bye friends. friends. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on your favorite social media platform. Subscribe to listen in next time. And don't forget to take a deep breath.